0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Yes, this is the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, Week 13 Waiver Edition with Craig and Jeff once again. Jeff, how are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. Are you still feeling good about your spot?
1: Oh, I'm feeling great about I my mean, spot. I mean, you should be still. Three out of three okay. leagues, man. Oh, I, I'm, maybe I'm being a little too... You're, you're jumping the gun maybe. a bit. But, you know, we, but, talk about yeah.
0: this, we talked about this yesterday, but...
1: It, lo- it looks like three. So three for three. And it's all about planning, and part of that's going to be the waiver wire. Yeah, so talk about...
0: How do you feel about playing against me in, the, in one <laughs> yeah, of the we, leagues? Where, you first, know, it's not, it's not our big money league, but it's yeah, still... It's, it's a, something. This First is a, round. First round, we already know we're going to we I mean, think about this, Jeff. This, we're talking about our league for a little bit. Hopefully, people don't mind. But that that league's been going on eight years, and it probably doesn't make us sound any good. But we don't have a championship in that between us in that league.
1: No. So <laughs> it is pretty bizarre. Yeah, we need to we need to get one. I feel like every year I get cheated out of it. <laughs> I don't know some some crazy person ends up winning it, but um, at at that, that more... league is the crazy one where <laughs> we have people making trades all the time and doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, some, um, yeah but once again, we have two of the top teams. <laughs> One of us will be in the title game.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. So I
1: feel like this is the year that at least we break our streak where <laughs> some crackpot's not going to win it,
0: <laughs> and maybe we'll face each other in the championship. And the others, who knows? We'll there see. There we go. There we go. I mean, I'm still planning on I'm, being in the championship, and I'm I'm
1: hoping not. I'm hoping not in the in our in our main well, league because I'd like a better shot against <laughs> someone else. Maybe okay. Maybe some of these guys
0: we're going to talk about here. Maybe you should pick them up and play them. We'll find out. About We start off, I want to talk about, once again, top guy. This is kind of random. We never have a quarterback at the top of the list, but I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick first. I keep talking about him, but the guy is 39 points this past week, and he has pretty good matchups coming up. I think he has a 20-point floor. You need to pick him up. I would pick him up on your team even if you – as your backup quarterback right now, yeah. Like, take I would pick him up to block somebody else from having him. That might need him in the in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And I mean, depending on who you're, I, I assume that he is, right now is outperforming your probably starter, but your your backup quarterback. And in case someone goes down, or you just don't feel good about yep. the matchup, he's he's the guy you want.
0: Yeah, I, I really feel like there's some. I mean, I wouldn't mind blocking somebody else. I wouldn't want to be going against Colin Kaepernick right now. I'm kind of worried about that. You know, I've, there's a couple teams in our leagues that don't have good quarterbacks. One of them that I could be playing in the first round of playoffs has Eli Manning as his quarterback. I think I'd be much more scared of playing against Colin Kaepernick right now.
1: Oh, and it's very true. I mean, there's a bunch of them where you're – maybe they're not the worst. Uh, even Stafford, which has been a, a, a nice option for many weeks. But he's just – You know, yeah. is he going to – you're not even sure if he's going to get you 20 points. He, you know, you could end up with 15 and in, in, yep. in the playoffs. That can really – that can end you if you're going against, you know – a Rodgers or a Breeze yep. if you're going against one of those heavy hitters. So to be able to pick up a guy like this that has been doing very very well, putting up major points um, is you know, a, usually something that doesn't happen this Yeah, by this season. point of
0: the year they're not out there anymore, especially a yeah. quarterback. Everyone, you know, they're they're gone any players like this you're usually stuck with if you're doing streaming options, you're stuck with Joe Flacco and Andy Dalton, and exactly. those kind of guys. You're not getting a guy who's getting 20 and some points every week.
1: Believe me, I've I've been in a, a matchup before mm-hmm. a championship game where I had to stream at the end because Ooh. of an injury. I mean, it we, it just are we talking like team. way back when, like 2010? I still can't get over it. I had Man, to start Jason Campbell. Jason <laughs> Campbell. That one. Of, that was one of the very first. <laughs> that was our champion. I did beat you in that. Yeah, championship. that was the one was... You, you took me out.
0: Man, Jason Campbell. You don't want to be stuck in a situation where you're starting somebody like Jason Campbell.
1: So always have a backup ready, people. God, I feel like I feel
0: like some of people probably listen to this probably don't even remember Jason Campbell I hardly do I only
1: remember him because he screwed me over so badly <laughs> yeah so get somebody get Colin
0: Kaepernick if you're really struggling at quarter if you have like Eli Manning if you were starting maybe Andy Dalton earlier in the year if you have if you have Marcus Mariota and you're coming he has this tough matchup coming up I would play
1: Kaepernick over Mariota at this point I that is something I would do yeah I I, I mean I would have to I have to look at every yep. matchup in yep. in both weeks because you really got to plan it out a bit for the playoffs but I would I would hesitate to say that Kaepernick is going to be in the, in the top ten overall. Yeah, I mean, I would play. There's for sure. I know Mariota's schedule
0: coming up. I'm just, that's a good one because there's a lot of people that might be starting Mariota, who might need to go to Kaepernick. Obviously, Mariota's bye this week. So if you if he was your starting quarterback, you need somebody anyway. Get Kaepernick for this week. Mariota then plays Denver week 14,
1: first week of the playoffs. I I'm not starting Mariota that week. No, definitely not against Denver. And then what? And then he goes cases, which they've been they've been decent. Yeah, they're they're but me- Kaepernick
0: week fourteen gets the Jets, and then Atlanta week fifteen. I would much rather play Colin Kaepernick than Marcus Mariota. Yeah, that's that's I mean out of a lot of these players, you're still going to start over Kaepernick, but somebody who's been going with Marcus Mariota, I think that's a guy to do.
1: I think that's a move yeah. to make. And it's very true. There's a lot of these that are going to have very. Unusual schedules like Aaron even Aaron Rodgers, and you're starting Aaron Rodgers regardless. Yep. Don't get me wrong, but even that Week 14 Seattle, that's a tough matchup. Luckily yep. he has Chicago, so I mean a lot of these are kind of what ifs, um, and then you even get down to someone like a, a Luck who has been kind of injured lately, a Prescott who you know you could easily see Elliott getting the ball, you know, 25 times yep. and really limiting him. Winston is still a young guy Even Cousins Cousins has Philly And then Carolina Which is not a You know Not the best matchup So You start weighing All of these All these options And you start realizing That Kaepernick is Kaepernick is You know Looks pretty good I, I still think
0: I would never do it But I'm still <laughs> I like I wouldn't do it premise on I that. wouldn't do it I know I, and I So I understand That most people Aren't going to do it But Kaepernick over Ben Roethlisberger week fourteen. I think I would. I, I think that's the better play. But I'm not. I'm. It's something that I couldn't do. I still think that way. Ben Roethlisberger did. He did well this week on the road. But he, he did finally. I do have you know, to say we, yep. we really bashed the yep. guy
1: for what he couldn't do on the road. But yep. he came through. That's, that's true. But I still think I would make that that play. But. Well, you're. I mean, that's a rough one too. Buffalo is a good D. They're ranked ninth overall and and uh, against the QB. And you're gonna be outside. It's gonna be cold. Mm.
0: I'm, I'm. That's gonna be my that's that's gonna be my play that week. Shoot, we might even make a bet on Kaepernick versus Roethlisberger because I still think you want Roethlisberger. That's two weeks down the road, but
1: it's a tough one. I would, <laughs> I would, I would be very interested in, in Kaepernick in that one. And you're right. I, I don't, <laughs> that's a tough one because Roethlisberger can put up a ton he of can, points. But. He can.
0: well, moving on from Kaepernick, to we'll talk about some more waiver wire guys I've we'll talk a few first. Just get off the board here. Some handcuffs. Derrick Henry, forty-six point four percent owned you need to have Derrick Henry if you're a DeMarco Murray owner. And if you're not a DeMarco Murray owner, pick up Derrick Henry anyway. DeMarco Murray's actually been slowing down a little bit here. It's he's getting a little wear on him at the end of the year. The bye week might help him out here, but he has a he's had a lot of carries over the years. He could get injured at any time. And if Derrick if he does, Derrick Henry's going to be he's going to be a guy who's going to have just huge games. So if you have DeMarco Murray, you need Derrick Henry on your team. I don't know why you don't. The 40, 54% of leagues out there don't have – the Mar- Murray owner doesn't have Derrick Henry. So you need to get him. Same thing, Alfred Morris. You, if you're a Zeke owner, you need Alfred Morris if you can get him. There's no reason not to have him at this point. Jeff, you can't get him, can you? No. It's really bothering you, I know.
1: Yeah. Alfred Morris has been on someone's team the entire year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a st- – <laughs> I, I, I don't even blame him. You're, you're holding that spot that's and you're hoping that important. you're going to get an RB1 for you know, an injury. Yeah, and if I wasn't – I mean, that's something then if you're not a
0: Zeke owner, why not put him on your team? That's a potential lottery ticket right there that could pay off. Who knows? You know, It's the NFL. People get hurt all the time. You yeah. don't know. Zeke hasn't been injury prone right now, but it's anybody can get hurt any week. So get those guys on your team. And some other running backs. We talk about him a lot. Kent Dixon, I think he's been on our list every week here for a while. He's twenty five percent owned. But I still think he's a better running back than Terrence West. He's not it's just it's I think at some point it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I kinda kind of running out of runway on this one. Um I th- I still think it's I, gonna happen. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever gonna be playable, but I mean, yeah, the guy there's always something in I the mean, news he had, talking about how he's going to take over and this and he had that. Another
0: 13, he had 13 carries last week. Yep. They're, they're the, you know, eight points. He has had eight points in two of his last three games as the backup. So, it's I mean, that's nothing amazing, but he's definitely, you know, getting more and more work, I feel like. And I don't think Terrence West is a good player. Terrence West, I mean, had 13 carries for 48 yards. What, Dixon had 13 carries for 49 yards or something. They have the same amount of carries. So it's basically a 50-50 split at this point. So, that's I mean, you can do worse on your bench than, than Kenneth Dixon right now. Deion Lewis is another guy below 50% own. He's just getting back into the swing of things. So, it's a flyer to have on your team. Yeah. We'll he wait and he see. intrigues
1: me. You, you've seen what he can do, um, and especially on a, a good offense. Um, yep. And, you know, they are that good, so you, you wonder if they're going to – I don't know if they're going to ease him back in or if they're going to want to supplement Blunt. so he's – He's ready for the playoffs and he can, you know, do what he does best. And they're still so, using James White. Yeah. Oh, it's, so, I mean, it's, 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 he's it's, a talented player on a great offense. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I like what he brings. But at the same time, he's a talented player on a good offense that has a lot of weapons already. So, yeah. it's one of those things.
0: And some other running backs that they're, yeah. it's, they're owned in some leagues and others, you, you don't want to play them like Matt Asiata. He's 43% only, another 10 points, but this is what he's done. He goes, he's said 7.8, 16.1, 8 points, 7.8, then 4.1, 7.5, 8.7, 10.1. So if you, if you are in a spot where you just need somebody like in your flex that's going to get you 7 or 8 points, I think Matt Asiata is your guy. Yeah. It's like it's almost guaranteed.
1: I, I kind of like, I almost like if you're in a spot where you're in a very thin, like very thin waiver wire yep. league, um, so if you are in like a 14- player league and he's available and you really are hurting yep. you know he's that vulture that you'd yeah. like to put in and you're like you can get five carries but you have a really good chance at scoring a touchdown yeah. and that could be better than you know a wide receiver coming up short and getting I mean, who knows
0: In this week there might be somebody out there who is a DeMarco Murray Isaiah Crowell owner and needs right like really needs a running back for the week needs somebody to throw in there I mean just take a chance he might get a touchdown there's not many other options out there that are going to be players that you for sure know are going to get some yeah. you And, know,
1: and if they are, they're definitely probably not on the waiver wire anymore.
0: No, so that's – I mean, out of the guys that are going to be on the waiver wire, he's probably one of the best options. I mean, there's some – it's <laughs> I feel it's like sad. we should send, really
1: that, send that clip to him. Yeah. Because that's probably the, the most love he's going to get all year. <laughs> it's <laughs> – Money in the bank. Way to go. Uh, oh, there's
0: it. it's some other just, you know – Possible, maybe handcuffs. You know, got Jeremy Langford hasn't really done anything. But if you're a Howard owner, maybe you want Langford on a team. I think you were saying, Jeff, you're a Howard yeah. owner yourself. And if Howard hurt, you just might even say, screw it. You don't even want Langford. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> I'm
1: I'm not taking him. I'm you know I'm not deep in yep. running back, but I have I have four really really nice guys. And let's be honest, like if Howard goes down, Langford is not going to crack 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 my. <laughs> Crack my lineup, so he's one of those I'd rather have that position in order to grab. Um, uh, you Somebody know, a, that might, yeah, exactly. Even <laughs> no, even no. like if even if I can stagger kickers or something at that point in yeah. the playoffs, I would much rather do that than have a guy that I would you know have to make a decision <laughs> late in the week and and hate myself for it.
0: Uh, the rest is pretty thin out there. Maybe another maybe handcuff you might need is or want is Damien Williams. If you're an Jai owner, it doesn't hurt to have Damien Williams in your team, especially this point of year. You, might as well fill your bench with handcuffs so if you're a Jai owner you want to make sure you have a starting running back there if if he goes down Damian Williams I believe will should will be the guy so that's another one um maybe uh, D'Angelo Williams I'd watch out for that he should be coming back here soon Mm -hmm. I would think he's been out now what three weeks I believe um he very well might be coming back it's not especially if you have an end of the bench spot yeah, well, I mean, it's a guy. It wouldn't hurt to throw on your he's, bench. Yeah, he's
1: one of those guys that I I have, and I'm I'm, you know, you kind of hold out yep. for you're not sure just because <laughs> he's such a in such a great position, and yep. like yep. anyone else, Alfred Morris, and the the best thing about him is he's proven when Bell goes down, he can be a, a number one yep. running back. And he's
0: he should be coming back in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Here,
1: it's, he's close, and I'm not expecting Bell to get hurt or anything. But you know, I, I, if you're gonna roll the dice on someone, I might as well roll on someone that has. Incredibly high upside, and
0: then we'll s- s- jump to some of the receivers we have on our list here. Will Fuller's dropped down to forty-seven point eight percent. Oh, you guys can finally pick him up. Oh, I, mean, I have not been a Will Fuller fan. I mean, maybe next year I can see the guy who's playing a talent; he could do something.
1: But he's been, you know, kind of up and down. But
0: he he does have talent.
1: Oh yeah, So I mean, he's been a little banged up, and you know. And we talk about this. I feel like every week we yep. talk about how terrible Brock Osweiler is. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> – yeah. if DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to do it,
0: I mean, with that team, I don't think Will Fuller is going to. But, I mean, there's worse players you can have on your end of your bench. He has a lot – He has, you know, I'd, still, I'd rather have Will Fuller than Cameron Meredith or Quincy Anunua, or maybe Quincy Anunua actually over him, which is another one, Quincy Anunua. He's 40.7% owned. Um, He had five catches for 109 and a touchdown this past week. Oh. Yeah, they finally got back on track a bit. Yep. So that's another one, but I don't really know. I wouldn't trust playing starting him. He's, he's one of those guys that out of these players, I'd probably, I'd rather go with a Will Fuller than Quincy Anuma, and then I'd also rather go with another guy on my list, Corey Coleman, who's forty-seven point five percent owned. I'd rather much rather go with Corey Coleman just for the potential. I I really think Corey Coleman could be a good player here. He had three catches, thirty yards. He did get a touchdown. He hasn't done much since he came back from injury, but. <laughs> Probably has to do with the fact that the Browns have a different quarterback every other play. I feel like and they might have another new. It might be Robert Griffin now coming back again. Yeah, that could Griffin. be interesting with Griffin. That's what I'm, I'm interested <laughs> to see what happens yeah. if he comes back and plays. He wasn't
1: bad after. for for fantasy purposes in the very very beginning. Yep. Um. You know. It still not. Uh. He didn't. You know. They're not going <laughs> to win. But no. <laughs> um. At least it brings back somewhat of a of a deep ball and a, a guy that's you know been around long enough to yep. spot the open guy. And he did pretty well with, you know, prior. And
0: then some other guys, we talked
1: about these them yesterday
0: in our recap. Taylor Gabriel, 3.5% owned. Malcolm Mitchell is 2.6% owned. Marquise Wilson is 0.2% owned. All kind of players that, out of those, they'd probably go Gabriel, Mitchell, Wilson on my list of preference.
1: I do too. And to be honest, I actually like Gabriel and Mitchell more than I like a lot of these players. Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and it's because I'm I'm going with the hot hand, but yep. at the same time, and then we talked about this yesterday, but Gabriel, you know, you hate how few catches he gets sometimes, but you can't ref, you know refute the fact that he's done it four straight weeks. Oh yeah, and it, and so that's why I like him, and, and Mitchell, he's on a like I said, it's a Dion Lewis same kind of deal, but Brady needs someone to throw to. He doesn't have a, a marquee wide receiver. Yep. So I like the fact that if he turns into that deep threat that every once in a while Tom Brady gets in, you know, wants to throw to, I, I would love to be able to snatch that guy up right before the playoffs.
0: You know, and we've gone 16 minutes into the show, and we have actually, for some reason, completely overlooked and not mentioned Tyreek Hill.
1: <laughs> we're, I, I feel like we're we just single-handedly pushing we, his
0: career. The thing is, he's, I, I, don't, I didn't even think about him necessarily because we talk about him every week. And I feel like he should be more than 26% owned at this point. He's he, 26.5% owned. That's all he is. Yeah. He's going to – it's going to skyrocket. Yeah, I was going to say
1: this. I feel like it's going to skyrocket. But that's,
0: that's the problem. If you have to spend your budget at this point of the year – i I'm not spending my money to get him, I don't believe. I'm not going to spend more than somebody else is going to. That's pretty yeah. much how I look at it. There's, I think there's going to be plenty of people that are going to want to spend a lot more on him than I would. Mm-hmm. And we talked about a little bit like – I like what he's done, but I still don't feel like I would start him. So if you can put in like put in a low waiver, put in a low bid and get him, it's great. But I mean, out of all the play, he's probably I would say he's my he's probably my top ad. I, I I'm yeah, at that
1: and point. I, I would yeah. I mean that's yeah that that would be mine too. I, I think finally he broke out, and so everyone's gonna um. He's, be aware of him, so I think he's, he's going to be top top is, he's Very, But I, I think the, my big thing, too, is especially when you're starting to talk about waivers this deep into the season, you're not really stashing these guys necessarily. Yep. Um, you're looking for injuries or if something happens yep. to your guys, who can slide in there and do the job. But with uh, Tyreek Hill, um, he is probably going to be that guy for someone else in your league. So if you can stop them from getting Tyreek Hill, you know that's just yep. as good as oh, yeah, <laughs> you true. being able
0: to play him. Exactly. And, yeah, that's guy, throw him on the end of my bench right
1: now. Why not, you know? Yeah, and I'd rather, I mean, especially if someone has, um, I don't know, injuries or I'm trying to think of a wide receiver, a Marvin Jones even, Yep. that hasn't been doing anything in the past weeks, and they see Tyreek Hill, all of a sudden he's getting the lion's share of the receptions, he has a bunch of ways he can score. They go after him, I would much rather force him to, you know, pick up a, you know, any of the other guys that we're talking about.
0: <laughs> not get a guy who has the potential to score yeah. twenty.
1: And especially someone
0: that just proved he can be the the guy. Yep. And I mean they look for him in that very end play to try to to tie the game up. They went to Tyreek Hill. Like that's and what he they got did, the like, touchdowns. So like they went to
1: him. That is confidence for him. Or his confidence and his team's confidence yeah. in him is only growing. And yeah. I he does. He's just one of those players that he's not the prototypical wide receiver. But in that Casey offense where they need to get creative because they don't throw the long ball. Um, I, I see him being utilized uh, very well. Yep. Another guy
0: here, Dontrell Inman. He is only six point five percent owned, justifiably so. Yeah. <laughs> but he had six catches for one hundred nineteen yards and a touchdown. I mean, what, this is, is that something like? That's San Diego. <laughs> I
1: I I was uh, I tried to I got Inman after early what? in the season yeah. after Keenan Allen went down because I had Allen on my team, and Tyreek, or um, Williams.
0: Yeah, Tyrell Williams.
1: Yeah, uh, became the guy there. And I just never, you can't, this, this, I never know who's going to get the ball. Like, Gates, Hunter Henry, I've been yeah. on all these guys wondering who's yep. going to be the guy. Just and I've been wrong that. on every single one of them. So, it's just another one I say, leave alone. It's
0: not the first time he's done it. He had seven for 120 in a touchdown against Indy in week, week four, I believe mm-hmm. it was. So, this it's not the first time. It's a guy. If he did, if he does it again next week, sure. But <laughs> the San Diego receivers—that's somebody new yeah. every single week with them. Um, Tyler Boyd is on there, thirty-four point seven percent owned. AJ Green's still out. It's actually the injury doesn't look doesn't sound as bad as I originally thought. They actually haven't even officially ruled him out for next week, which is crazy. But he's not going to be playing next week. But no, Ty- Tyler Boyd—he's um, not going to put up anything any great numbers. Probably he's six point two points. He had five catches for sixty-two yards. But, I mean, if you're in a bad spot, you know, that's not a – he's going to get some targets this week. He's their number one receiver, really. Brandon LaFell's there, too, but I think Boyd has the most potential. But you probably just want to avoid that situation as it is.
1: Yeah, he's one that I would – if you pick him up, I would wait one more week and see. Yep. Um, But at the same time, I I do – I kind of like him. Yeah, I, I like his talent, and he is the number one guy right there. And if AJ has gone, they're going to have a line on him. So I I see him maybe not being the guy that's going to win you the playoffs necessarily, but someone that is possibly usable as your wide receiver three or flex or whatever maybe. Yep. Um, if you know, even if he just ups his catches a little bit, and all of a sudden he's getting 70, 80 yards, which isn't out of you know question <laughs> since he's been he's been up there already. And looking at.
0: I'm looking at tight ends here that are under 50% owned, and you know what? Honestly, there's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> out there. Honestly, maybe Hunter Henry at 24.9% owned because he scored a touchdown in each of the last two games. He's not doing much else. He's only had two catches in each of those games, but he got he's he's gotten
1: looks in the end zone. So mm-hmm. in Last game, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Gates had anything. No, Gates had nothing. So, so. Once again, just San Watch Diego it baffling
0: me. He's only 24.9% owned. Mm-hmm. He's Owned less than you know. He's owned less than Zach Miller at this point, which Zach Miller's done. He's on the, yeah, IR. the IR. So he's owned less yeah. than he's owned less than Jared Cook. Yeah, Jared Cook at the big game against Washington last week, but you know it's still Jared Cook. He's 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 one yeah. of the he's one of the biggest up and down. He does like Jared Cook will do that like twice a year. It's yeah. what he always does. I'm just
1: glad that he's not getting
0: hyped every preseason <laughs> yeah. now
1: like he was before.
0: Uh, and that's you know that's it for the. You know tight ends again if look at I'm gonna look at defenses again just for some people if they're looking at who to pick up here. Um, maybe for week 14, we've talked about a little bit again. I've talked Cincinnati going against Cleveland is a that's a good matchup to maybe get if you're wanting to pick up a defense. Cleveland is now they gave up 22 they gave up like 22 or so points to the Giants. Uh, or you know, Giants scored 22 defensive points. Pittsburgh scored 22 defensive points, and Baltimore scored 14 defensive points. So if you're looking for a defense for your playoff run, that's not a bad one to get. The vik, you know, like got the Vikings, Broncos, Seahawks, Cardinals. Those kind of play. They're 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 going to be out there. I mean, they're going all taking. You can't get them. So go for somebody like the Bengals with a good matchup. Um, there's a couple other. That's the best matchup I'm seeing right now when I'm looking at. Because normally for this week I'd offer. I'd, I'd recommend whoever the Cleveland's playing Week 13 pick them up, but Cleveland's on bye, so you're kind of screwed there. <laughs> but um, whoever's playing Cleveland, basically or San Francisco, if you're in a bind this week,
1: shoot, maybe get the uh, Bears. And actually, for the first week of the playoffs too, I'm, I wouldn't. Sh- if you're really if you're hurting, I wouldn't shy away from the Lions either because they're playing Chicago. Yeah, true.
0: My, my the Lions are in the
1: playoff hunt. Yep, um, and the Lions have actually been. Somewhat good. Since week yeah. seven, they were seven, five, five, 18, and six, yeah. and then they get Chicago, which is really hurting. Well, that's a, this is the week to get your defense set for the
0: playoff. Like get them this week before people are actually paying attention to it, and getting them next week. That's kind of what I would do there. And then a couple quarterback streamers this week. We actually did pretty well on our two streamers last week: Kaepernick and Tannehill. Yeah, thirty-two for Tannehill, thirty-nine for Cap- Kaepernick. So much better than just. Kind I of feel in. pretty good about that. These two, this week another two, Kaepernick is on my list again, because he's still down there, so obviously you can still yeah. stream him, he's going to get Chicago and then, I mean, I cheated a little bit on this one, and I put Tyrod Taylor he's about 60% owned, but he's definitely, a, he's going to be streamable in a lot of leagues, he's going against Oakland who, Oakland, great team but not a great defense and Tyrod now has McCoy who seems like he came back fine from the injury and he has a healthy Sammy Watkins so I think Tyrod Taylor could be a very good play this week so, if you need a quarterback for this week, I'd probably—I don't even know what order I'd go in. I'd probably go Kaepernick then Taylor, personally. I would but too. I could see people wanting to go the other way around on that.
1: When I'm a, I'm a Tyrod Taylor fan, but I think um, for fantasy purposes, I think Kaepernick is the better play.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that's it for the waivers. So, how about a little little top five list to end the show here, Jeff? I want to give you. These are my top five. Breakout players of 2017, like I think these are all known names now, but I think these are guys who are actually going to be extremely Like you're going to be starting these guys every week next year. Wait, this is this we're is going 2017. 2017. Right. We're going to we got to get the people that are out of it something to listen for. All right, now. all right. Hit me up.
1: What, uh, my number five player. Oh, <laughs> we're going. We're,
0: I'm going down. We're going down backwards. Over, I like going it. backwards. Let's see. You're going to like this one, Jeff. This is my number five player, who I think is honestly going to be a startable every week player next week.
1: Next year, I think it'll be very good. Is Hunter Henry. Boom. What do you think about that? Do you, Wait, do you I, agree? I mean, I love it. I, I was so disappointed this year. And yeah. if anyone listened to the podcast, you know how hard I advocated for the guy early on. Um, Gates was stealing red zone looks, and I, I feel like he was very underutilized. So mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, no, I,
0: I think he's going to be a starting tight end for you. Everybody. I, I don't see why not. Have,
1: yeah. I, I have nothing bad to say about the yeah. guy besides for the fact that he I feel like he's just used improperly well, this year. In
0: tight ends no, don't normally – they don't break out year one anyway. It's usually year two, three. Why not? Like, yeah. I think Gates is going to be done here at some point. We've probably said – everyone said it for yeah. the last, like, three, four years. But I really think Gates is going to be done. It's going to be Hunter Henry, and I think he's going to be extremely – he's going to be a top ten tight end easily next year.
1: Yeah, I would agree. And you, you see how, how shallow tight end is this year. Yep. So I I love that pick, absolutely. Then my number four player
0: is going to be Corey Coleman. I think Corey Coleman is
1: going to be a startable player every week. He's going to be his second year. This is is my, the only issue I have (laughs) with that one. Yep. I mean, I, I, I do. I like because they're going to have Pryor and Coleman. I yep. think both of them are going to be very. Pryor is startable this year. I mean, oh, yeah. It's great. And who knows who's
0: going to be their quarterback. Exactly. We don't know.
1: That's my one if. It's yep. kind of like, are you drafting someone? Are they, are they grabbing yeah. someone for the year and drafting yep. defense or whatever they may do? So that is my one uh, hang up on them. But I, I do. And I haven't. I, I would like to see a little more of Corey Coleman. Yep. I'd like to see what he can actually do in the NFL. But all signs point. Um, to the fact out that of, he's going to be good out
0: of the rookie receivers. For some reason, I think he's the guy who can break out. You know, he's going to have the most opportunity. I feel like next year, yeah, he and, definitely
1: will. He'll get plenty of that. Yep. I don't know if they'll be well thrown opportunities, but
0: it's really going to all depend on that quarterback situation. Which hopefully, I mean, I don't know what they're going to have the number one pick in the draft. I don't really know who they're going to who's going to be out they, there for well, them this they should, year.
1: They should just go defense <laughs> and and. I don't know what to do with, but pick up. I mean, shit, man, you get Cutler or something. Like, oh yeah, somebody. Like, yeah, I would not do not draft a quarterback with your number one pick for the oh. love of everything holy.
0: Maybe just keep Robert Griffin the <laughs> third. There we go. I mean,
1: things could be worse. <laughs> my num- start
0: three games. Uh, my number three player on the list, no surprise, is Tyree Kill.
1: Yeah, I like
0: it. I mean, he's he's so explosive. Kansas City has been just trying to get on the ball yeah. all the time. He looks
1: great. The the only other, I mean. The only other, Jamal, I really do wonder what's going to Jamal Charles, but um, he looks like he's kind of gearing up to be the number one offensive option. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to Macklin. Yep. Kelsey is is wonderful. I love him, but you know he he's not the explosive type player. And then you have a very, uh, you know, a very reasonably good running back yep. and wear. and so you can you can do a lot of things with that team. But he is the he's the only weapon that can really be that game changer. What I think I think Tyreek Hill is basically what
0: the Rams hoped Tavon Austin would be. Yeah. He's that same kind of player and everyone keeps waiting for Tavon Austin to do it, but Tyreek Hill's already doing it.
1: Yeah. Like, Tavon Austin did have um one very good year. The problem with players like that That's
0: see that's my worry.
1: My worry yeah. is will he be Tavon Austin? Yeah. Is he going to be that? It could because if you're the number 1 wide receiver, um you're kind of expected like I feel like they start misusing you. Yep. and they want to throw the deep ball, and you know that's why large wide receivers do well because they are kind of bulletproof when it comes to opportunities. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm I'm kind of worried about him that way, but he hasn't done enough this year where people are going to key on him. I I think that this next year is going to be when you really get to see yep. some fireworks. My number two player
0: is Derrick Henry. I, for some reason, I feel like Demarco Murray is just. He uh, had so many carries on him. He, I, I, his I, last I, couple I years. would love that,
1: but Demarcus Murray did so well. This he did, year.
0: he did. But it's like at some point, it's just gonna—he's gonna break down. I feel like he had. I mean, the the Dallas year a couple years ago, he had
1: well over 400 carries yeah. or 400 touches. Like, I, I do have to say, if I was them. You saw what Derrick Henry can do already this year. I, I feel like it should be uh 50-50 yeah, split. Yeah, see, at the very least next year, I feel like it's going to yeah. be a 50-50 and, split. And that and way it. you can save his future, yep. and you can melt the last
0: years out of well, worry. And then Henry, I think at a 50-50 split, I think he can be very highly startable next year. He's almost borderline startable sometimes this year. People yeah, have he's been, doing he's it. been great. I, 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 out of all the potential, out of the you know rookie running backs right now, obviously you already have Zeke's already up there, so you don't... <laughs> Derek Henry is the next guy. I think he's going to break out. I don't trust any of those other rookie running backs to maybe to break out next year. Um what he got? Um CJ Prosize could be one of those guys, but they have Thomas Rawls there if he came back, you know. Wendell Smallwood, Paul Perkins, those those Kenneth Dixon. I don't see it from really any of those guys.
1: No, I don't either. I'm I'm not a big Prosize guy. I know that he did really well when they put him in there. Um I no one else really jumps out at me. No. And then my number one,
0: who I really feel like is going to be a going to be a great player next year, is Devontae Parker.
1: Okay, I was uh, for some reason I was waiting for like a, a rookie or something. No,
0: Devontae Parker, second year, but he's I feel like he's starting. To, he was a first round pick last year, and he really didn't do it last year. He was he's been in the problem with him. He's been injured. He has some injury concerns. He got injured obviously this past week. But I feel like Devontae Parker has a potential to be a number one receiver. So we're gonna look back at this next year, and when I'm right, you know. Call no, I really, do. I really feel like he's gonna at least he'll be a top twenty receiver next year. Yeah, he, he's he's gonna be a wide receiver too, and he'll be startable every week.
1: Yeah, he has all the kind of the tangible things you look for. Same thing that I liked when I saw Elshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I realized this, this is it'll be his third year, but at the same time, um, oh, third year, yeah, yeah, it'll be his third year. Yep. But he's a he's a big, fast wide receiver on a team that you know has they do have a lot of wide receivers, but they don't have anyone any marquee names. Um so I, I like the position he's in. I, I do kinda worry about the offense. Um I don't know if can Tannehill get it done? Is it gonna be up two up and down? Um, but the guy is showing flashes already, so I, I don't mind that pick.
0: Yeah. I think and that's it for this episode for the week what? Week thirteen.
1: Week thirteen. In week
0: thirteen waiver show. We have one more show will come at you with this week the rankings show Um, but until then that's it